Welcome, it's Jeremy Allen Gould. I'm coming to you today to confirm between God and of man that in fact, the rumors that you have all heard are true. I started this podcast because I freaking love music. I was privileged enough to book amazing artists and bands in the past, and I was lucky enough to stay in touch with many of them to this day. This is a place to hear their stories. Thank you so much for riding along on this journey, and I hope you enjoy what you hear. With that said, the rumors are definitely true. to this latest episode. My name is Jeremy, and today I welcome Jake Itherburn, also known as Brawley. Uh, Brawley is a band I um, got into a couple years ago. I was obsessed with incredible uh, indie rock, uh, indie pop, whatever you want to call it. Incredible songwriting. Got to meet Jake over the years. Kind of went out on a search for him and and found him somehow and uh we connected and so this is an awesome conversation uh i say for an upcoming artist even though he's been around for a while but his new record's phenomenal and um yeah man really uh looking forward to you guys hearing it and the the record uh that's coming out as well so uh hope you enjoy this latest episode with jake itherburn from brawley What's up, Jake? Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, man. How, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Just uh, I'm in Sacramento right now in my apartment, just hanging. Got the day off work. So, yeah, glad to That's be awesome. here. Thanks for thanks for hanging with me. Yeah, man. What are you what are you doing for work right now? Um, so I do um, music part time and I work in coffee part time. So I'm doing um, with music. I'm. Um, you know, writing, songwriting, and doing my own thing with that as an artist, and then doing a bit of producing um, for other clients and mixing um, songs. And so, yeah, just kind of different things in the music world. And then um, coffee, just working part time. Nice. Job here in Sac. Yeah. Do you do your recording at home or as in the studio? Yeah, most of it I do from my. Um, my place. Um, I, 
I normally will send stuff off if I need like real drums for a song. I'll send it off to a buddy. Um, and then there is a studio here in Sacramento called the Track Shack that um, one of my good friends, he actually plays keys in the band with me. Um, he has access to that studio. So sometimes we'll go there to track like vocals or piano or things like that. So, but yeah, most yeah. of it I just do for my, my place. That's awesome. And I, I know you got the up upcoming release. Uh, how's that going? How's the, you know, how's that kind of hold the process going for that? Yeah. Um, it's going good. I've actually, I have, I've had the record done for quite a while now. I think I finished it like a year and a half ago. Um, and I was like, since then was just kind of just, you know, chopping it around to some labels and just anyone that I kind of knew in the music industry that I've met over the years, um, to just try to get some help with the release and that sort of thing. But I'm doing it, releasing it independently. Um, so yeah, the songs have been done for a while, um, and I've you know heard, obviously heard them a, a million times, but <laughs> I'm excited to to put it out there. It's my first like full record. I've done EPs in the past, so this will be the first like full length. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, the last thing that I released as far as like a collection of songs EP was probably written like eight years ago so i feel like Unbelievable. the that are on this record are a, a bit different than some of the stuff that i was writing in the past just because yeah. you know started listening to more stuff and got inspired by different things and so i feel like what i'm releasing next week is probably more on it's like going to be more like the stuff i put out in the future i think it's going to sound this is yeah. kind of the sound I'm going for. So that's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that record here in a, in a little bit. Um, yeah. So I, I, I just, uh, you know, I were talking earlier and it was just a uh, random happenstance how we met. Um, I really got obsessed with your, your, uh, uh, hollow home and wolf EPs, uh, mm -hmm. probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago, something like that. A friend mm -hmm. of mine texted to me, was like, you should check this out. You really like it. And I was going through like a, you know, kind of a time in my life and it just kind of, I connected to those rec those EPs. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, a friend of a mutual friend of ours, Phil Yancey, I, I don't even know how I got on the top. I think I sent, Oh, that's what it was. I sent it to him. Cause mm -hmm. I, I was like, this is so good. And he's like, Oh, I know him. And I was <laughs> like, bro, give me his number or whatever. And so that, and yeah. so I cold texted you just out of the blue. And I'm sure you were like, this guy's weird, but I literally was just like on a mission <laughs> to find you at some yeah. point. I love that. And I love so, Phil. I haven't seen him in a while, but dude, um, his new stuff. Have you heard it? I haven't actually. No. Oh my God, dude. He, so he's working with Kimbra. Oh really? Yeah. Like he's, he's recording songs with her. Wow. I, that's so funny that you say that. The, is he, the girl from New Zealand? Yeah. And he's like been obsessed with her. I know. I remember that, I mean, that, wrong. You say that because I remember like eight years ago talking to him about how he's just like, man, I love Kimber so much. Bro, he's <laughs> like, he sent me a picture of them hanging out and I was like, what? What's he, is he, is he in New York? Is that where he Yeah, he's in New York and he's got his coyote mustache uh, stuff going, which is great. And then he's got a new band called Brodio that freaking rules. He really? sent me a song and it's so good. Just nice. you know, 
great is stuff. He singing? Is he singing the band? Yeah. I, uh, actually, no, the Brodio, I think, is a girl singing, but um, his coyote mustache is him. But yeah, yeah. man. Nice. He's an awesome dude. Amazing guy. So anyway, all right. Well, let's talk about you. Um, tell me, Jake, just growing up for you, tell me kind of what that was like. Um, I want to know some records, some music, some influences uh, that kind of shaped who your music musical journey. Yeah. Um, so I growing up, I mean, my parents weren't like, you know, super into music. Most of my family's not very musical in the sense of like, you know, playing or writing songs or playing instruments. So me and my older brother kind of just started jamming. We I was you know, I got a drum set, I think, for one of my birthdays when I was a kid and he my older brother played bass. So we just started, you know, playing music together and we were influenced by um, what I don't know. This is in the late 90s, early 2000s. So um some punk music uh pop punk just all that kind of stuff you know so that's kind of the stuff i learned how to play first i started on drums um and influences growing up i i i kind of just listened to whatever my older brother listened to so my first memories of like actually listening to a record and being like man this is really awesome and kind of being inspired to like want to start making music of my own was um just like early like i think parachutes early coldplay and radiohead stuff was inspiring to me um and just a lot of like music that was kind of like melodic rock i yeah. think like any any sort of, sort of soft rock i where i grew up like kind of the screamo scene was like pretty popular when I was in high school and in like earlier than high school. Um, but I kind of gravitated towards some of the more like soft rock, like, I don't know, Jimmy world. Some of totally. The- totally. So that was like what I listened to back in the day. And then I, you know, got into like indie rock when that started popping up, like death cap for cutie bands like that. Um, and then Boney bear was a kind of a game changer for me as far as like, um developing sound and like what i wanted to do as an artist it was just very creative and i loved i loved it and that's kind of i feel like his music has shaped what i'm doing now for sure absolutely um, I agree so, yeah that was the stuff growing up um and then since then like i said because my parents weren't you know my dad wasn't blasting like you know 70s music and old records and stuff like that during my childhood, that's kind of stuff that I had to go back and, you know, listen to and find my own kind of just like stuff that um, has shaped a lot of modern music, whether it's like, you know, Beatles stuff or uh, Bob Dylan. Um, yeah, I've had to kind of go back and do my homework in the sense of like finding these records that are pretty iconic and have shaped yeah. a lot of modern music and like appreciate them and um so but yeah that's kind of where where it was for me growing up that's awesome what's um i know you mentioned radiohead and jimmy world what's some of some of the records that uh are probably your favorite uh, overall um i mean my favorite radiohead record is probably in rainbows uh, record yeah that one is amazing to me. It's one of my favorite records. Um, 
and Jimmy World probably. I think their first. I don't know if it's their first record, but Clarity was Clarity. Like, yeah, it's perfect. It's yeah. like a pretty soft one. Um, that was one of their first ones. I really liked that when it came out. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, sure. That, that's awesome, man. Um, I could totally see all those influences in in your music. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, Bon Iver and Coldplay, mm-hmm. that whole thing, which is cool because it's not when you write stuff, it's not um, a carbon copy. It's you, but it's you know the textures yeah. of, of those bands you described. Yeah. Totally can see it. It's awesome. It's really cool that it's complimentary. You know, so yeah. Sweet man. Well, um, talk to me about. Um, so you're growing up you know experience in music kind of when did you uh start to maybe think hey i want to be a musician mm-hmm. or uh brawley you know how yeah. did this come how the name come around you like let's yeah. talk about about that for a little bit yeah i mean as far as like kind of figuring out uh i really love making music that was probably early yeah like early high school so i was probably like i don't know four, 13 14 years old um, like I said, I'd been playing drums, um, with my brother. Like we kind of, you know, that's when I first started playing, it was just us jamming. And then I think my parents bought me for Christmas one year, like a little, um, I don't even remember what they were called now, but it was a little Apple computer. Um, and it had GarageBand on it. And so that's when I started recording music. I started just making tracks, and back then it was just like I wasn't really writing songs. I was just kind of like learning the fact that I could like record drums and have that be playing back and then put a guitar part on top of it and then add more things is like really amazing. Just that simple thing. So um, th- I started just making like instrumental tracks. And then um, I think some of those early like i said radiohead stuff and like you know parachutes by coldplay artists like that i just really inspired me to start actually writing songs um so then i started just like kind of experimenting with you know my voice and sitting down with a guitar on a piano and just you know writing a bunch of bad songs and then (laughs) finally getting something that was like pretty cool and then trying to record it and and then, yeah, from there, it's just like um, getting together with some of my high school friends um, who are also musicians and being like, hey, we should start a band and start playing shows. And, you know, I've been writing these songs and um, I think a couple of them are good. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we just started the band like after probably a year after I graduated high school, um, me and a few friends, you know, started kind of rehearsing some of these songs and the name i think i man it's just so long ago now but i think for the name we was it was one of those situations where we had booked our first show and you know the promoter was reaching out to us being like hey we need the we're making a poster. <laughs> we're making a poster uh we need an artist name and we were like crap we got to figure this out so we had like a couple of days to figure out a name and i i don't even remember i think i found the word brawly online and it's like oh that's a cool word we needed and like we wanted something like short and simple yeah sure and something different and just kind of memorable that kind of i don't know so I, I saw that word and i looked it up and it was just like it's a it's a name for like a an umbrella nice like the uk it's like old english kind of word oh that's cool i didn't even realize that that's awesome yeah um 
but yeah, no meaning really other than the fact that we needed a band name. So we'd, we'd use that. And honestly, it was just kind of like just something to use in the moment. We were probably still going to go back and figure something out, but we started playing shows under that name and, um, you know, people started calling us Brawley and that it kind of just stuck. So, yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, I ended up, you know, did, did the band thing for a while. And then, uh, we went our separate ways, um, as a band, not as friends. Um, and just kind of decided to make it my solo thing um, and keep pursuing it. So very cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so let, I just want to touch briefly on on the two EPs, um, the Hollow Home EP and the Wolf EP. Can you tell me kind of? Um, I know they're probably a couple years apart. Um, maybe just kind of go over how those kind of came together. Maybe some thoughts on those EPs. I like I said, I gravitated to them so. To me, I completely, absolutely adore those EPs. I think start to finish, they're incredible. Um, and yeah, just kind of maybe touch on, on those EPs and, and maybe the, the Sun song, a single as well, a phenomenal song as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, the first EP that we put out, Hollow Home Road, that was, you know, essentially just the best five songs that we had as a band um, when we first started playing shows. Um, and that song, Hall Home Road, I mean, that one's still special to me. Um, it, I feel like that that's kind of one that has, you know, connected with people. That's one that people will, you know, write to me and be like, man, I really love this song and it's meant a lot to me. And so I think just seeing how it's connected with certain people, that's made it feel more special to me as well since writing it. Um, but yeah, first EP, just the best five songs that we had at the time. Um, the second EP, Wolf, um, was that one was um, felt a little more collaborative as far as the writing process went. Um, that was probably like two or three years into like our our band, and so we had gotten more used to playing songs in a room together live. We were actually living together in a house for a period of time. And I think when that EP came out and when we were kind of producing it and writing it, um, a lot of those songs were kind of written more collaboratively, like in a room together. Um, And both of those EPs were just recorded at my, a friend of mine, he had like a little home studio and none of us really knew what we were doing. He would just kind of, let us use it and he's like all right this is what a microphone is and (laughs) this is how it works um here is this recording software this is the basics of how it work works and so we just kind of when it would go in there and you know just do our best to like make what we were doing sound like the stuff that um that our idols were making but it wasn't really coming out anything close to that, but <laughs> we were doing our best to get it, you know, get it somewhere around there. Um, Did you produce them yourself or was... Yeah, so we reproduced all, all that stuff ourselves, mixed and produced it. Um, and, like, honestly, in hindsight, it was, if I could go back, I would probably have done it, like, sent it off to get mixed and probably work after, you know. But it was a good learning process for us, you know, especially for me. Like, that's kind of my start. And, like, yeah. I record music and produce and piece things together. And so definitely don't regret any of that because it's helped to kind of shape 
yeah. ability and you know my helped my creative process and me kind of dial that in um, yeah so um let me ask you um when you finished the first ep i know you said they were the best five songs you had what what, what was that like hearing it for the first time what was your reaction were you like yeah this is amazing or were you disappointed like how, how, how? um i think i think we were pretty stoked on it just because it was like the first thing that we had you know done and we're releasing it to people and um yeah i think we're you know very proud of it and um it was just a lot of you know work that we put into it just doing it ourselves you know so i think regardless of how it ended up we were pretty happy with it um obviously there's things like now when i listen back i'm like it's a little cringe but <laughs> me me personally but I don't know. I feel like that's every artist. That's know. a common theme in, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you you write songs, you put out, you grow, you your musical changes or your musical inspiration changes, and um, you write more songs, and then so it's not it's not always a thing where you look back and it's all, oh man, this is still hitting the same way it did. And, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, um, touch on the uh, Sun uh, single. I think that song is phenomenal. Um, and I could see – is that kind of like the change between the band and yourself? Uh, yeah. Kinda, and I could kind of tell that's kind of why I asked. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe talk about that and, and some of the singles mm -hmm. you had put out in that uh, – the time yeah. between, I guess. Yeah, I think Sun was the first song that I put out since the band kind of split up and I had – you know, made it my solo thing. The band split up. I went on like a, a tour with uh, a buddy of mine from the UK and supported him. Who was that? Who was that? Yeah. Sorry. Um, his name is Benjamin Francis Leftwich. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's a singer songwriter from, he's living in London now, but he's from the UK. Um, and he had a record that came out, um, I think I want to say 2009, 2010 that I really like fell in love with. And, um, some of his early music actually really inspired, like some of the early Brawley stuff as well that we were doing. Um, so we randomly became friends through just meeting at one of his shows in San Francisco and, um, you know, became friends and it would send each other music and demos and just different ideas. And, one of the tours that he had booked for the U.S., I got to go on. That's and so cool. Support him, so that was really cool. It was like a special, cool, special time. But, um, yeah. So Sun was, you know, was one that I had kind of wrote when I was on that tour, and then when I got back, um, started working on some new music, and Sun was like the first one to, that I put out. So, yeah, yeah, that was the first song that I kind of. It was a different process, you know, instead of being in a room with a bunch of guys hashing out parts um, being like, oh, we need a bass line for this song because this is, you know, yeah. it was just more like, all right, what does this song need? It doesn't need to be any specific thing. I'm just kind of experimenting and, you know. Did you like that or was that cool or did you feel pressure? Yeah, I, I liked it. I think there's like some songs, you know, I think having like a band being in a room together is like really nice yeah. having um, the ability to kind of work on a song that way. Um, but I think it just depends. I think for something like sun, it was nice just 
kind of doing it in my bedroom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that happens. And then what's the timeline? What, like, when do you start working on things that keep me up at night? I, I kind of want to delve into that record a little bit. Um, I know I've heard it. You've sent it to me. It's incredible. I absolutely love it. Thanks. Uh, I'm really stoked for you to release it. Cause I, I definitely, I've sent it, uh, I've sent like to my wife and she's like, we just were floored yeah. by it. So, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about kind of after the sun single, kind of what you were up to, and then what led to you writing the new record. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, thanks for saying that. I'm really glad that you guys are liking the songs. Um. Uh. Yeah. So after the the sun single, I put out a couple EPs with some a handful of songs that I'd written around that time, just. Um, probably 20, 2017, kind of in there. Um, and then kind of took a little bit of a break. Didn't Wasn't really writing a whole lot. Kind of started producing a bit more um, and exploring with that world. You know, having done some pr- producing for my stuff, I wanted to start doing it for other people. And so started kind of focusing a little more on that and a little bit less on my project. Um, so the songs for the record that's coming out next week are kind of a collection of stuff that, you know, one of them was, you know, written probably eight years ago. Um, and then the most recent one was written right before I finished the record. So which was probably two years ago. So kind of all over the place. But I would say most of the songs were written at the start of 2020, like kind of during the whole COVID season. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, had a you know, a bit more spare time like everyone else. And that's kind of when I started recording that record. So, yeah, I would say started 2020. Um, I had like maybe five songs that I was like, I, I think these are feeling good, you know, good enough to like to put on a record. And so I kind of finished up those five songs. And then during 2020, um, during that year, I kind of, you know, wrote some more stuff and recorded those and started producing those songs out as well. And kind of just, I think over the course of 2020, 2021, just kind of took my favorite, you know, 10, 11 songs that I was writing and recording and, you know, had them mixed and mastered. And, um, so that was that process. Who, uh, who mixed and mastered? Um, it's kind of a collection of, you know, people I, I mixed, I'm still, I, I, I'm okay at mixing, but I'm still learning the ropes, you know? Um, and so I usually what I'll do is when I'm working on a song, I'll kind of mix it as I go, I'll mix it as I'm producing it out. And if I really like the mix and it's working for me, then I'll use it. And if I'm just still kind of like, Oh, it's not quite there. It's not what I want. Mm -hmm. I'll send it off to someone. Um, so I would say about half the songs I mixed, maybe about four of them. And then um, the other half, a buddy of mine that he he's now living down in L.A. Um, I sent him to him and he makes them. Cool. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what is what I know you said the, these songs were written over a, a period of time, but what what's kind of the subject matter of the record? Like kind of maybe de- delve into some of the songs and, and kind of the what your thoughts on 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 the record and, as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, well, the record's called Things That Keep Me Up at Night. Um, and I, I think, you know, that kind of sums up what a lot of the songs are about. But 
for me. Um, there's a few songs that I kind of read around the same time that touch on like subjects of loss. Um, a couple of my friends lost family members that were really dear to them. So I was kind of just within conversation with them around that, that season. Um, a few of the songs that popped out around that time were kind of like touching on, you know, losing a loved one and like grieving and working through that sort of thing. Um, a couple of the songs are kind of like my own personal experience dealing with like depression type stuff. Um, so some of the songs, yeah, there's kind of just different genres and themes like I feel like pop up depending on where I was at in that two year yeah. period. Um, and yeah, I think even, even like genre wise, um, you know, I, with, within production, I tried to keep kind of a, a cohesive sound going Absolutely. from song to song, but I do think like even genre there's some different stuff that kind of pops up in the, in the record. There's some stuff that sounds a little bit more like maybe R and B. And then there's stuff that sounds more like nostalgic kind of like two thousands rock alternative music. And then there's singer songwriter type stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's honestly kind of just feels like, it was not so much like a, I sat down and made a record in a few weeks and kind of like really honed in a specific sound. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of collection of stuff um, yeah. from, you know, f- four years. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. What's uh, I know you mentioned in the past, obviously the Radiohead and Jimmy Well, What, what were they, any, were there any particular records or, or bands that were influencing you at this time? Cause I know that there's yeah. such a departure from the EPs and this, and uh, again, it's the same thing. It sounds like you, but yeah. I can tell there's a, a, yeah. a shift. Yeah. I mean, some of my early music was very, it was probably more in the genre of like singer songwriter, um, alternative kind of that style. Um, you know, it, in this last this this record that I'm putting out next week, um, I think a lot of the songs um, were like sonically inspired by. Man, it's just kind of like whatever whatever bands I'm listening to at the time, you know, yeah. my head, and then I'll start writing stuff. But I don't know. I think songs like hummingbird one of the singles i put out recently i was probably listening to the cure a lot <laughs> hey that's not a bad thing my friend yeah um some 80s alternative stuff um and um still still love bands like uh bon Iver is a big influence um the war on drugs i've really right. loved some of their last couple records um i'm trying to think what else have you seen them live by the way I haven't. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've seen yeah. thousands of bands, and that was in my top ten. Yeah, like, I bet. unbelievable. My wife was sitting next to me, just laughing. Like this yeah. is insane. Like, yeah. No, yeah, they're incredible. So yeah, the, his music's been a big influence on some of these songs. Um, yeah, kind of all over the place. James Blake, love James Blake, and some of his like experimental stuff. That's where I think. Some of the stuff on the record that has a little more of like a R and B flair to it, I feel like is kind of more inspired by his stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. I, 
and I, I kind of was like listening to a lot of stuff that I, in 2020 was listening to a lot of stuff that I'd listened to in high school and was kind of wanting to write some stuff that felt nostalgic to kind of the stuff that I was new growing up. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I know you mentioned, um, you kind of, sh- uh, were shopping this record a little, uh, any la- label interest or was there any sort of talks or anything like that? Um, no, not really. <laughs> it's hard. Even just finding people's like emails is hard sometimes for me, but I, no, I shopped it around. I mean, I, I essentially just kind of reached out to different artists and, and management companies and anyone that I had met in the music industry over there, you know, the last eight years. And um, some people hit you back and are just busy with life and what they're doing and yeah. you know, people don't respond. So I, I have, you know, I'm lucky to have a, a lot of like talented friends um, around me, you know, people that have helped me with like video and art work and um you know even just my band has been super helpful with a lot of that stuff yeah yeah um you know but no so i i didn't have anyone you know i feel like with music you know it's a lot of it's just like you got to release stuff until something hits and you know you know some interest can be yeah way but for right now it's just like yeah it feels like you know, the best option and kind of for for me, the only option to do it independently and kind of just build that up, you know, build, build, you know, my music up, you know, just through word of mouth and, um, through friends sharing it and constantly, you know, releasing stuff. It's been a while since I've put out music and I, I think I kind of got into this mindset of like, man, I have to get everything perfect and packaged up. Yeah and need to get on a label so that I can promote this as, you know, effectively as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think I kind of got to a point with it where I was just like, man, the longer I wait, it's just, it's just hard releasing music. I need to like be putting stuff out. So yeah. um, Yeah. After this record, I have a, you know, handful of songs that I'm finishing up and I just want to start putting stuff out more like regularly. I think that'll be good for me. So that's kind of my plan. Just do it until, yeah. you, know, you know, and hope things pick up with it and see what happens. Yeah. I got so. you. Um, I know you kind of talked about putting the record off a little and, and whatnot. Any uh, maybe possible vinyl release? Any, um, I know, I say, hate saying this, CD release? Anything, you know, not digital? Is there any plan for that? Um, for the time being, probably not. I probably won't print CDs. I would, I don't have any tour plans at the moment. So, yeah, I was going to ask you that too as well. I do have, you know, if I, if I do get on a tour, book a tour, um, you know, I'll probably, I mean, it'd be sweet to print vinyl. I feel like vinyl is a little bit more novelty than CDs are. So, absolutely. and it's awesome. So absolutely. I, and all that stuff. So I'll probably do like a vinyl release at some point of the yeah. record. Um, if nothing else, just for me personally, as like a land, a landmark to be like, this is my first record. I've been playing music for a while. You know, these are yeah. some songs proud of so it'd be cool to have like even just for me personally have like a physical copy of it um to have for myself and for my friends and stuff so yeah absolutely that's that's part of the plan you know vinyl for sure um 
probably not CDs though. I got you. What, who did the artwork? Uh, let's talk about that, that part of it. Yeah. Um, I, so it's kind of a, that's also kind of a collaboration between me and my buddy, Matt, my buddy, Matt Jones. He, um, he's a friend from Sacramento. Um, he's a really talented dude. Um, graphic designer, um, does web design and, but also like has gotten really good at like video. Um, and he also does music as well. He's just like kind of just an all around creative. Um, and we've done some collaboration stuff together. Um, I've sang on some of his songs and very cool. Um, he's helped me with a lot of like video. So anyways, he's, he's one that's helped me a lot with the artwork. So usually I'll have like an idea of like something that I've, you know, drawn up or taken a photo of and I'll send it to him and be like, I really like this picture, but can you mess around with it and see if we can get something cool? Here's kind of like the theme of like the song. And so, yeah, it's kind of just like me and him, a lot of the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned videos. I know you put a video out for the latest single. Are you planning on doing more videos and, and what kind of inspires that as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I have a couple more videos for for um, a couple of the songs that are going to be on the record. Um, so, yeah, I, I think. Let's see. So with the whole record, I think we made four videos, like little music videos. Some of them are more like lyric video style. Um, and then a couple of them have more of like a, a music video, a little, a little more of like a theme and required more work on my end. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll say. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of different from song to song. Like sometimes it'd be like my buddy Matt's idea, like, oh, I was listening to a song and I had this idea for a cool lyric video. Um, let's get some shots of you. I, I think one of them, like the, the video for this latest single that I'm putting out, Sometimes I Love You. We were just swimming at my buddy's house one day and he was just taking underwater like footage of me swimming and we were just kind of goofing around. And then, you know, when he put it in slow-mo and we were watching it and it looked really cool and he was like oh maybe i could use this for a lyric video some of it was just like little things like that yeah some of the songs you know i would be listening be working on a song you know in my room and just have a random idea for like a music video and and then it was like is this going to be financially possible for us to pull this off you know <laughs> yeah so, yeah yeah it's just kind of like you know it do we have the budget to make this happen um you know, I think sometimes from my, my mind goes like super creative. And I after like I think of this whole video and then I bring it to my buddy. And he's just like, yeah, this would probably cost like, you know, fifty thousand dollars to make this. <laughs> like, OK, <laughs> we'll scale it back. Well, Spotify is paying really well. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll scale it back. We'll do something more simple. That's awesome. But, um, yeah. But yeah, there's. I think like four videos that we've, you know, finished for the record. Very cool. Um, so I know you said you weren't really planning on touring much, any shows lined up or, you know, anything um, kind of in the, in the yeah. wings? Uh, nothing right now. We'll probably do me and the guys will probably do some shows and um, locally, like in Sacramento, um, maybe in the Bay area. And, no, I mean, we'd love to get on a tour. Um, I'd love to personally, you know, it's a little hard, I think, trying to headline a tour. Um, 
I, it's I don't know. I, I think for me, ideally, it'd be awesome to be, you know, put on like a support slot. Absolutely. For a bigger band that's kind of in this in a similar you know music scene, and so that would be sweet. Um, and that's something that I you know I try to reach out to different artists and you yeah. know man, companies or booking agents and try to see if there's anything to hop on. Um, but no plans as of right now. Um, but definitely is something that I would love to do at some point. Cool. Um, now that this record's about to come out, I, I know we've kind of just touched on it, but I, I want to know how you feel about it. Do you, well, like when you first heard it, like completely as a whole, mm-hmm. you know, what were your feelings towards it? And, and how do you, I mean, you've heard it for years, you said, so you're used to yeah. it, but just overall, yeah. well, how do you feel about the record? Um, I appreciate how dynamic it is in the sense of like, like I said, just touching on different genre styles. And I think for me, it does feel like it kind of, every song does feel pretty like. Cohesive. Yeah. It it feels cohesive, but also kind of just feels like every song in my brain kind of stands alone. Yeah. And if that's because you know, I've just spent so much time on each individual song, but I hope it kind of translates that way for whoever's listening to it. Um, yeah, I really like records that um, they work as a whole, but the songs also like work by themselves really Absolutely. well. Um, and uh, I think, I'm trying to think of artists that I like that do that well. Like that in, in Rainbows record is kind of something that I agree with that. Yeah does that for me is it the record's amazing but it's also like this song like the songs you can kind of tell them apart really well um not all albums like some albums are like very cohesive and like a sound and a story and i appreciate that as well but i don't know i really like stuff that like you can listen to front to back and it just all feels like you go on a journey and it's just different sounds and totally so that's kind of how this record is. I don't know if that was not necessarily my goal with it. Um, I think it just happened that way because it was written over the course of two years, but um, yeah. So that when listening to it now and when I first finished it, when I was listening to it, that was something that I appreciated about it was kind of the journey that I feel like it kind of takes you on. Like absolutely not lyrically, but musically. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like it's some of my, best stuff that I've written for my voice and just vocally and kind of like um, just experimenting with different, even just different vocal styles. Like there's some stuff that I sing that's like more falsetto and kind of soulful. And there's some stuff that feels a little more like whiny and grungy. And um, so it's just, yeah, I think this, I was I feel like I stretched more of my musical ability and, you know, it was just, it felt like kind of an ex- experiment of like, yeah. who, do, who do I want to be as an artist? And I'm like, Oh, I want to be all these things. Like I, I don't really want to have a specific sound. Like I just kind of wrote whatever was coming out of me at the time. And if I felt inspired by it and liked it, then I just used it. That's so, so cool. I love yeah. that. I mean, it's a phenomenal record and, you know, I just think you hit it on the the on the the nail on the head. I literally can hear all the different influences, and I love how each song's cohesive, but they do stand out on their own. I I totally agree with that. So, mm. 
Thanks, man. Sweet, man. Well, what's the future like for you, my friend? Uh, I know we've kind of touched on that a little bit, but uh, any are you writing new songs? Like, what's what's yeah. the future like? Yeah, I mean, because I finished the record, you know, a year and a half ago, and I've kind of been sitting on it. Um, I have obviously been writing in the time, and so I have a handful of songs that are like getting pretty close to being wrapped up. So. Yeah, I guess my goal is just to release this record next week um, and kind of celebrate it and be proud of it being my first full length. And then from there, just kind of trying to be like more just continuously releasing stuff and not waiting as long. I feel like I've kind of did that in the past and I, I really want to just be putting stuff out pretty regularly, whether that's doing like the single route. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe I'll just release a bunch of singles and then compile them and make them into a record. But yeah. Yeah. So the goal is just to put out this record and to keep releasing stuff, um, just to be putting it out for the people that like my music. And I'd love to tour, love to support an awesome artist. And, but yeah, just going to try to keep, keep writing, keep putting stuff out, reaching out to people to collaborate with, um, artists that I like and, um, it's cool. Also, yeah, producing as well for other people and trying to get better at that. Do you have a website for your producing that you want to maybe have on your? I actually don't. That's that's something that I need to do. I most people will just hit me up, you know, on my on Instagram. socials. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Brawly Music is my um, my handle for most things. So, like Instagram at Brawly Music. Um, and that's where most people, you know, will like just DM me on there for like producing projects and stuff. But I also have, I have a website. My Brawley music stuff's all on there. So, okay. yeah, that's another way. To Dope, dude. Man, so. thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been an awesome conversation. And I know we've talked for a while over text, but it's cool to get to talk to you in, in real life. So Yeah, I know for sure. I really appreciate you having me. Um, yeah. I'm glad we can make it happen, especially so close to like the record release. And yeah, man, absolutely. And uh, if you ever tour down this way, let me know. Right yeah. Down. You said you're in Florida, Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much. And I'm really stoked for you and your record's incredible. And I, I hope everyone hears it. So thanks, man. I really appreciate that. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Hey, thank you to the listener for uh, tuning into this latest episode. Uh, thank you to Jake Itherburn as well for your time. Awesome conversation. Really stoked on your new record and uh, hope things uh, go well for you, bud. So uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Got some amazing artists coming up and uh, really appreciate all the support. Add me on Instagram and Facebook if you'd like at the Rumors of Truth cast. And uh, man, nostalgia is a heck of a drug, guys. <laughs>